0: Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock.
1: Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be speaking with Ellen Hughes-Cromwick, Chief Economist, U.S. Department of Commerce. And she'll be telling us all about Janet Yellen's... Speech and remarks at the conclave of Federal Reserve watchers in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, site of the Kansas City Federal Reserve's annual symposium. We'll also get her comments on Stanley Fisher, Vice Chair of the Federal Reserve, his comments on interest
2: rates. Yes, Pam, we're going to be going into all that and more. And of course, uh, Ellen's going to really talk a lot, too, about the, the issues that were raised for a low productivity economy. What, if anything, can be done? What can be done to get the Fed raising its rate getting off the zero bound and moving ahead. A lot to talk about. We're going to get right to her, but first to Charlie Pellet. He's back in Bloomberg World Headquarters with the Bloomberg Business Flash. And,
0: uh, thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, Pim. Watching the numbers for you, we are seeing a stock market that may be turning around here. We've got NASDAQ now higher by four points, well off our session lows. The S&P 500 index down two points, a drop of one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials down 32, a drop there of two-tenths of one percent. So stocks slip back into their three, uh, three week old funk after erasing an earlier rally as comments from fed uh, fed uh, vice chairman stanley fisher boost speculation interest rates could rise as soon as next month al bradis is the former president of the richmond federal reserve he spoke with bloomberg television and radio
3: today about the need for higher rates i would like to see rates move up uh, yeah. I think uh, if, if, if the data uh, uh, justify that and, and the Fed can comfortably do that, I just think high, a higher level of race would be a good signal to the public and to the markets that we're beginning to move back to a more normal uh, environment. So I sure hope it can happen.
0: Trading in St. Jude Medical shares halted a day after Carson Block, the renowned short seller and founder of research firm Muddy Waters, take, uh, announced a short position in St. Jude Medical, denouncing the security of its cardiac devices. Today, St. Jude is defending those devices, reinforcing the security of devices, saying it has a, commi- a commitment to safety, also refuting Muddy Waters' device security allegations, says it's not possible for batteries
3: to be depleted at a 50-foot range. Now, the other stories making news charlie thank you from the bloomberg newsroom i'm mark crumpton this news update is brought to you by the jeep grand cherokee the most awarded suv ever the grand cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary four by four capability drive one at your local jeep dealer today the Food and Drug Administration wants all U.S. blood banks to start screening for Zika, a major expansion intended to protect the nation's blood supply from the mosquito-borne virus. Meantime, Florida Governor Rick Scott says his state is winning the fight against Zika
1: in the Miami Beach area. Uh, we haven't had a new case in a little over almost three weeks now uh, down there, so that's positive. We have two additional counties we're looking at. Uh, on top of Miami-Dade, uh, one is Pinellas, one case in Pinellas, one case in Palm Beach, and we do thorough investigation.
3: Meantime, U.S. health officials say they have the first case of Zika spread through sex by a man with no symptoms of the disease. Doctors say that's extremely rare. Tensions in the Persian Gulf after U.S. warships fired warning shots at Iranian naval vessels this week. White House Press Secretary Josh Ernest.
0: It's unclear exactly what, the, what their intentions were or what their aims might have been. Uh, But the behavior that we have seen is not acceptable.
3: Two congressmen are calling for an investigation into the apparent suicide of a former Navy gunner on the grounds of the Veterans Affairs Medical Center Hospital on Long Island. Peter Kaysen was found dead of a gunshot wound on Sunday. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie?
0: And we thank you. And one additional headline to pass along to you. The granddaughter of billionaire Sumner Redstone has dropped her opposition to a settlement that calls for the ouster of Viacom CEO while resolving disputes over a family trust. Little change now for stocks. The S&P 500 index down a point at 2171. I'm Charlie Pallet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox, live from the Jackson Hole Economic Symposium on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Taking Stock of the Federal Reserve's 40th Annual Symposium, sponsored by the Kansas City Fed here in Jackson Hole. I want to get right to our guest, very special guest, who is an attendee at the symposium, as I have been this year. Fascinating discussions, a lot of high-level academic papers, but Ellen Hughes-Cromwick is just the right person to break all of this down for us. Uh, She is the chief economist at the U.S. Commerce Department, formerly the chief economist at Ford Motors. Ellen, welcome. Thank you very much, Catherine. Now, we know that Janet Allen has opened the doors like J- J- Stanley Fisher did to conditions being right for another rate increase, and I, I, other people have are weighing in on the debate. I want to get more broadly and deeply into what is important about what we, the things that are debated. At the top of your list, Ellen, is as you leave this conference in a couple of days, what do you think is most important that you've learned here?
4: Well, Kathleen, uh, great question. I think this morning's uh, sessions provided us with some really good information about what's happening in the economy. Chair Yellen gave us uh, a great summary indicating cautious optimism about the near-term outlook for the economy. And I think uh, she really focused on uh, the fact that the economy has uh, begun to show some Signs of resiliency uh, in in the near term. And uh, she mentioned a couple of uh, uh, facts around that. I really urge all the listeners out there to grab the text of the speech because it is very well grounded and i think what we learned over the course of the morning is that uh there is a substantial amount of research that is underway right now to look at what is the appropriate monetary policy toolkit for the future we know that uh we had a conventional toolkit that toolkit uh changed uh, measurably during the financial crisis and uh the the central bank did provide a substantial new uh, interventions to help, uh, stabilize the economy and going forward we need a new, uh, and a well researched toolkit and we talked a lot this morning with these, uh, sessions on, uh, on a variety of those, uh, those tools.
1: Ellen Hughes-Cromwick, uh, we may get some new tools, but they haven't necessarily repealed the concept of the business cycle. We're about seven or eight years into an upturn in the business cycle. Do you foresee a time when the economy will produce even more sluggish growth than the most recent 1.1% print for GDP?
4: Pim, the, yeah, the expansion, we're in the eighth year. This is the fourth longest expansion since the mid-1800s. And uh, it has been uh, quite uh, a, a modest one, uh, average annual growth of about 2.1%. Expansions don't die of old age. I'm sure you've heard that from many of your guests, and I think that's quite accurate. Uh, we think that uh, you know we've got uh, good fundamentals, especially in the labor market right now. So, with the non-financial uh, business sector representing about two-thirds of GDP, uh, with the latest data. Um, you know, we've got some good prospects here for the second half. Well, and in fact, uh, when we spoke to Dennis Lockhart earlier today uh, on Bloomberg television
2: and radio, we addressed specifically the question, though, business investment has been so weak, quarter upon quarter, Ellen. Uh, do you see anything that is going to turn that around apart from more aggressive fiscal policy from a government?
4: In fact, uh, with the revised GDP data this morning, we saw again a reinforcement of that, uh, Kathleen, that uh, the investment uh, picture has been weak and uh, we did see as well, you know, a uh, weakening off on uh, corporate uh, profits in the data that were released uh, this morning. Clearly, we are seeing some compression in profit margins in the most recent data. And uh, with the global economy still slogging along, uh, the impetus for investment uh, is is just uh, not there at this point.
1: Do you believe that we are going through a secular change in the way that the economy works and that we could be stuck in a slow growth mode for quite a long time?
4: Tim, that's a great question, and I know Kathleen mentioned low productivity. That is a a very important uh, challenge that we all uh, face. Without that stronger productivity, uh, the low growth track uh, is is just more probable, and in current conditions there's nothing in what we're seeing in incoming data that would uh, dispute that at this point. So, uh bottom line, Ellen, as as you look ahead to the rest of the year and early
2: next year, is so there kind of going to be strong enough to encourage the fence sitters at the Fed to say time to make another re-hike?
4: Well, I'll leave that to the experts. I think we've got many here, and you'll be interviewing some this afternoon that might uh, like to weigh in on that. Suffice to say that with the incoming in- indicators, the we are seeing, and I just want to get this out there because a lot of people haven't seen this. Wholesale inventories coming down, IS ratio coming down, so there are some early signs of improvement.
1: I want to thank you very much for spending time with us. Uh, Ellen Hughes Cromwick, uh, Chief Economist, U.S. Department of Commerce from Jackson Hole, Wyoming, site of the Federal Reserve's annual symposium. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co host Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Coming up, endowments and institutional investors. How do they deal with low and negative yields on many of their
2: investments? We'll find out more next.